You know, we have a lot of things that are taking place this next few months. Um, I just got back um, earlier today was with all the district attorneys from Riverside, all the probation officers. Come on, somebody, amen. Uh, with all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, the mayors and all the city council. And uh, we had a great time. We were, me, Sam, and, and Art, we, we spoke on, on, uh, on gang prevention, drug prevention. And God opened a lot of doors. Come on, somebody. God, God opened so many doors. That's the God that we serve. God is the God that opened doors. And so, so many things are going to be taking place that, that within this month. And I have so many things that are going to be happening. And, and tomorrow, me and I will be shooting to India to go speak at the juvenile halls. Come on, amen. I, I'm telling you, God is a God without limits. God is a God without limits. God is able to do great things and mighty things. And, and so we need to understand that God is looking for people that are able to stand and rise and trust him. Amen. Because how many know we live in a world today that has a lot of, a lot of negativity and there's so many negativity in everything you do. Uh, and so we live in a world today that has to like to criticize and, and, and not really see the potential in people's lives. And, and I remember being young. And when I was young, I remember people telling me, Edgy, uh, you have potential. You have so much potential. And the people would see the potential, but I myself could not see the potential. And God sees potential in us, and God sees that there's greatness here. And God sees that your life is valuable, and God says, I want to use your life for something great. But you have to understand that I'm the God without limits. Come on, somebody. I'm a God without limits. He's a God without limits. He's a God that, that takes care of us, that loves us. But we have to understand, we have to love to trust. If we have, excuse me, we have to learn to trust God through tough times. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 32, Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17, says these words. He says, O Lord, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretching arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Listen to that statement he says. There is nothing too hard for you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this evening for your presence that's in this place. Lord, we thank you for your people, God. I pray that you would just minister to us and cause us to hear and to receive from you, God. That our lives will be changed and transformed, God. And our lives will be renewed, God. That we would become everything you want us to be, Father God. Lord, I just pray, Lord, you would speak into our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. I, you need to understand here that, that, that Jeremiah, he lived in a tough time. He lived in a tough time. He, he lived in a country where it was under attack. The country was under attack. The place where he was at was so many changes were taking place. At this time, uh, he, was, he was also given a, a tough message to preach. He was given a tough message to deliver. Okay? His nation was going to fall into the enemy's hands. The nation was going to fall into the enemy's hands. He, he had a tough message to preach, to, to bring forth. Listen carefully. He would also be taken in, be in captivity or into prison because of what he was preaching. Listen closely to this. He had to deliver a message of defeat to the king. He had to bring this to the king. He had to bring this to the king. A message that wasn't a, a positive message. It, it, was, it was a judgmental message because of what was taking place, what was going on. And he was thrown into prison, but he still trusts God. He still believed in God. 
he still said, God, you're the God at Abraham, Isaac. Come on, somebody. He, he, he still said, God, regardless of how tough my time feels, you're still a God without limits. When he was in prison, you got to listen to this. When he was in prison, he would go through changes, but God would give him strength. God guaranteed him that everything will work out if he did what he was told to do. A lot of times we want things to work out without doing what God says. We do what we want and then we expect God, okay, God, you got this. You got, you, you're going to cover my mess. And we are excusing that we allow ourselves to get in a mess and then God says, oh, God will turn my mess into a message. You know, God will, God will bless my mess, you know. God's a forgiving God. He's a, yes, he is. He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. But your choices that you make will get you where you don't want to be. Come on, somebody. Amen. You go still, you go rob a store right now, God will forgive you, but you're going to pay the price. There's consequences for the choices we make. And Jeremiah, God spoke to him and says, if you listen to me, I guarantee that I'll be there for you and take care of you. Look, look at Jeremiah 27 of the same chapter of 32. He says these words. He says, there, therefore thus says the Lord, excuse me, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Wow. 17 said, said the exact same thing in the end. He says, is there anything too hard for me? I'm telling you that God answers prayers. God answers prayers. And we understand one thing here. Jeremiah had a God that had no limitations. He was a God that had no limitations. If we can understand that today, we serve a God that has no limitations. We serve a God that can break limits. We serve a God that can do anything. We serve a God who answers prayers. We serve a God that gets us through tough times. Come on, somebody. We serve a God that, that gets us through, through situations that sometimes don't make sense. Amen. But one thing God does not give us, he does not give us a license to sin. He doesn't give us a license to do whatever we want. He doesn't give us a license to fool around. His mercy and grace endures forever. Yes, it does. Amen. But we have to learn to comprehend. Amen. There are, there are consequences for the choices we make. Everybody okay so far? See, when we see Jeremiah begin to explode or begin to transition into greatness, regardless of how hard it got, how, regardless of how hard it was, how, how tough it got, how, how sometimes it didn't make sense, regardless of how it was, he still trusted the Lord. Come on, somebody. He still trusts the Lord. And it's, and, it's, and it's very difficult through a tough time to, to stay on track, to, to stay um, um, your head um, over, over above the waters. And when you feel like you're getting overbound or stuff is hitting you so hard, it's hard to stand when the ground feels like it's shaking. Or is coming from under you. Today we were sitting there, and, and it was it was very funny because we we're sitting there with with all these with all these um, people in high power and authority, and all of a sudden they said these things. At a certain time, and I think it was going to be at ten fifteen, at ten nineteen, they said this. Everybody, 
They're having, how many, they were in school, they had that, that, uh, that earthquake drill. Was it nationwide earthquake drill? They said everybody must come under the table and respect that drill. Everybody, but four people out of that whole place, respected that. And they told us after that place, we want you to come up. After you get up, I want you to go walk out and listen. This is what I want you to see. This is what I want you to understand. Sometimes when you're in authority, it's hard to listen. Oh, you don't hear me. You, you got to hear me, though. You got to hear me. Sometimes when you're in a position, sometimes when you're over a ministry, when you, you, and, and, and they're told something, we have to learn to be submissive. Bible says submit to one another as unto the Lord. And so when all that was taking place, the guy told me, don't, don't, Pastor, don't get on your knees. I'm going to get on my knees. I'm nobody special. And I'm going under the table too. And everybody, I'm on my knees, I'm under the table. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. But I said, because why? Because I'm a man of authority, but I'm also under authority. Come on, somebody. If I'm going to lead, if I'm going to pastor, I'm going to do what God called me. Then I need to learn to submit myself. Jeremiah was a man of authority who was under authority. And you have to learn to listen to the authority of God. Are you with me so far? Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. I'm going to break this down for you. 17 says, he says, you have made the heavens and the earth. My God. Jeremiah had confidence that God was able to do things. And I believe that you and I need to understand that if we want to see the God without limits in our lives, we have to be confident that he is who he is. Come on, somebody, that he is who he is. Because the creator created all this. The creator created all this. That's what he's telling them right here. He says the creator created all this. They have it in the earth. Amen. He was saying, my conviction lies on this, that God, you are powerful. God, you are awesome. God, you are great. God, you are mighty. God, you are everything you said you are, God. I, I, I'm convinced. I have confidence in this. I'm fully relying on you, God. That's what Jeremiah is saying. He says, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Wow. This is carefully. Look how glorious the earth is. It's mountains. It's beautiful rivers. It's beautiful lakes. It's beautiful scenery. And out there in, 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 in up north in, in Alaska, how they have that beautiful uh, thing that takes off during certain times. And look, just the stars. The beauty of the stars. Come on, somebody. Just the, the beauty of what we have. And that, I'm telling you, that's the earth. You imagine the beauty and the greatness of heaven? The pearly gates, the gold streets, the mansions. You're talking about there's, there's a tree. Oh, my God. Glorious. Glorious. Someone say glorious. 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 He is convinced that he made the heavens and the earth. He, 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 he has confidence that God is who he is. In other words, there is nothing too hard for thee. Come on, somebody. Amen. He, he, he's, oh. we, got, we, have to, we, we, got to, we have to, we have to be confident in that, what, what I just said right now. You guys really need to, need to accept that. That, he, that. that the God that we serve, there's nothing too hard. Your finances or financial struggle, there's nothing too hard for that. Your sickness, there's nothing too hard for that. 
Your family struggles, there's nothing too hard for that. Your son who's hurting or your daughter is hurting, there's nothing too hard for whatever you are going through. There's nothing too hard for God. Wow. Nothing too hard for God. Here I am, a felon, ex-felon, 23 years ago, changed my life, standing before the district attorney, standing before probation officers and parole officers and all these other officers and, and district, a, a school district, uh, all these things, and sharing with them on a panel board. There's nothing too hard for God. I have no business there. I have no business behind a pulpit. I have no business, amen. But God says, I'm a God that can do anything, Edgy. Come on, somebody. I'm a God that can do anything. I'm a God that can get you, change you, get you holy, sanctify you, put you in your right mind, give you words that you couldn't even speak. I can do this. Amen. God said, I'll give you your job. I'll give you the business. I'll give you what you need. I'll give you, I'll take care of you. I'll put things inside you. I'll create, oh, man. I create ideas in you. Come on, somebody. Amen. Miracles are easy for God, the creator. You need a miracle? Get ready. Come on, somebody. You need a miracle? Get ready. Expect a miracle. Expect a breakthrough. One of the brothers that go to our church, what's his name, Rolando? Rolando, he, 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 got, he, uh, he got hit in his head. It was a couple days ago. He died. Died and came back to life. Hello, the God of miracles. He got him back up, came back to life. He's in the hospital right now. All he, he, all he got is a concussion. Come on, somebody. God can do anything. It's a praise report. What the devil meant for bad, God meant for good. Come on, somebody. Amen. Church, I'm telling you. You want to see how great God is? God will redeem us. God will redeem your time, the time you've lost with your family. Come on, the time that you've lost with your family, God will redeem it. Look at Alberto, God redeeming your time. That you lost with your other kids, God gave you new kids to redeem your time. That's the God that we serve. He redeems your time. God is a God of redeeming time. You think you lost it? And God said, no, I'll take care of it. Come on, but you got to believe. You have to have confidence. And having this confidence brings miracles, brings breakthroughs. Hearing, hearing the worship team do that last song, that was out of character. That was a different song. That was a different style. Different style. They did a great job. They got on impossibilities. Seeing Amber sing where she came in, and you see Amber now all pretty, all nice. So, eh. She was a freak. She had mental issues, suicidal, in and out of the bars. That's a young white lady right there. She's not Mexican. She got touched, she got saved, and she's been doing the worship team for the last 13 years. Even a greater miracle, she married my brother-in-law. Lord have mercy. The God of miracles. Man, I'm telling you guys, you guys need to understand. To Jeremiah said, man, this God that I serve, 
this God that has given me a message that's been hard and rough to preach. I got to bring it before a king and I have to have confidence and I got to see it, say what I have to say, regardless of what's going on, regardless of what's taking place. You know, sometimes, come on, sometimes it's hard to speak the truth. We live in a generation today that, does, that you say the truth, you're judging me. You don't love me. You don't care. But the truth, Bible says, sets us free. Come on, somebody. The truth will set your mind free from captivity. Your heart free from captivity. See, Christ's death and resurrection guaranteed a new creation. He said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that you and I are new creations. Believe that. You're not the old you. Come on, somebody, you're not, oh, my God, you are not the old you. You're a new man. You're a new woman. You're a new creation. You believe that? Someone say, yeah, I ain't, I don't, that's not me no more. I ain't like that no more. Some of you can't say because you're just so like. But you're a new man. You're a new woman. Jeremiah saying, I'm a, I'm a new man. I'm a new man with the word. It's rough, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Come on, somebody. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Some of you guys, I'm telling you, some of you guys are going through some rough stuff. I know some of you guys have been going through, going through some trials and going through some tribulations. And I, I, I applaud you for standing strong, but how much more does God see you and honor with you? Come on, somebody. God sees you and God is blessed, but you are still standing, still fighting, still believing, still trusting. That he's a God that's able. Again, what does he say? He says, is there nothing too hard for me? Wow. See, the Lord asked a question. Listen carefully. In 32 verse 27 now. In 32 27, it says these words. <laughs> Behold, I am the Lord, okay? The God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Wow, you, you, see, Jeremiah is saying, this is what I'm saying, Jeremiah is saying in, in 17, there is nothing too hard. He, Jeremiah is saying that. Now, in 27, God is asking a question. Don't you remember who I am? Because how many know when you go through something, you forget who he is? You forget his power sometimes, you forget his ability, you forget, oh, Jesus is there anything too hard for me? Here he is asking a question. We ought to remember this question daily, guys. We, we need to understand when we, we are faced with things that don't make sense, we are faced with the obstacle, when we are faced with, with uncertainty, when we are faced with, with all this weirdness, we've got to say, okay, God said, is there anything that's too hard for me? What is your response going to be? Well, God, maybe not this time. See, we don't say it, but you know what does say it? Our actions, our trust, our faith. How much has our faith robbed us of a blessing? I'm telling you, how many times when you should have given all you got in your faith, you didn't, and you burned yourself? Has anybody ever done Am I the only one here? Okay, praise God, I'm not alone. Thank you, Jesus. So you get to understand this. God wants us to know. This is what I'm going to say. 
God wants us to know he can handle any problem. He wants you to know that. Come on, somebody. He wants you to know that he can handle any problem. Say, my God can handle any problem. So you need to write that down, man. You, need, you really need to write that down. And you need to put Jeremiah 32, 27 next to it. So when you start tripping, <laughs> Jeremiah 32, 27. Everybody okay so far? See, the Lord's questions, the Lord questions should produce an unquestionable faith. That question that God asks should develop within us an unquestionable question of faith. That means my faith is not going to question God no more. My faith is not going to question how powerful he is. My faith is not going to question what he's able to do. I'm telling you, we have not got this far because I have said, God, you can't do it. My wife would tell you, I tell her, any people, you guys know me? I'm like, God, you can do it. That's your problem. See, I like to throw, I like to throw it back at God. God, you called me. That's your problem. God, you, you, you opened the doors for us to, to buy this new building. That's your problem. Come on, somebody. You got, you got to understand. God, you blessed me with this house. That's your problem. God, you gave me this car, then that's your problem. God, you gave me this wife, that's your problem. God, you gave me this husband, that's your problem. Lord, you gave me these crazy kids, that's your problem. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you right here. This is what determines the difference on how you trust him and how you make your choices. That's what changes everything. Because you cannot expect him to do something when you're not doing what you should be doing. Mm-mm. Everybody okay so far? Ooh, I'm having fun today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants to take away the doubt. And how he wants to take away the Come on, so he wants to take away the doubt. He says, he, he's saying straight out, church, he's saying to us, and I love what he says, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? You, the, the, some of the most dumbest questions that people say, well, if God is all powerful, then can he make a rock he can't pick up? How many have heard, and everybody heard that, something like that? Well, no, but God don't contradict himself. God doesn't contradict himself. God will not come against himself. And we need to know that today. God's not going to come against himself. If he promised you, if he called you, if he chosen you, if he picked you, come on, if he loves you, if he cares for you, is there anything too hard for me? Man, that's where you and I, he's checking us, church, to remember, do you know who I am? The creator of heaven and earth. Do you know what I can do? I did the stars, I did the heaven. Listen, let me tell you how powerful God is. The ocean stops at the shore. The water should keep on going, but why does it stop? Why shouldn't it just keep on going? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm the only one. You go to the beach, why does it just keep on going? But God made it away with the undercurrent, turns it, flips it back, so you don't go too far. He limits the waters. 
Why don't the stars just keep on burning to come? Come on, give the Lord a great cloud. You, you got to understand what I'm saying. The stars. Why don't they just keep on just right up just only at nine? And you know, why don't they closer and closer? It's weird. But God has made it like that. That's how powerful. You got, you, got to, you got to understand what I'm telling you guys. We look at things like, no, that's, no. Look how God will give an idea to a man. Yeah, we use our phones like nothing. But imagine that. We're really talking to somebody across the world. How in the heck does that work? How did that happen? It before it was a wire. The wire, how, how am I talking? I don't. But, the, but God, how great he is. The creator gave the creation an idea to do this. The TV, come on, so the TV. Or let me, I'll even go in further, take a picture. How you can look at you, take a picture, you put, and you'll be in the camera. We really don't think about it. We just, oh, it works, it works. But no, really. That's weird. But we don't really look into stuff like that. But I do, I got a weird mind. I like to think, I like to think, God, man, you're bad. You're you awesome, Lord. You're great. That the creator will give the creation an idea for that. Now, back then, I think it was, I think it was in the early 1900s, one, someone said, all ideas, there is no more capability of evolving or ideas being, or things being invented. That was before we had the phone, the airplane, the car. They thought there, if everything was done. We think right now that everything is done. No, no, there is a, I'm telling you, man. Our creator gives the creation ideas. He's a God without limit. Come on, somebody, you got to understand. Some of you, God wants to give you an idea for something great, something mighty. Don't burn yourself. My wife would tell you, man, I, I think of stuff, an invention, things to do. 15, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, then I see it. 10 years later, I'm like, oh, I should have did that. Because if you don't do it, God will give it to someone else. You don't want to hear me today. I'm telling you today that, that the problems that we have are nothing to the Lord. They're nothing to the Lord, guys. And we have to get that through our heads. That the things that we're going through, the problems that we have, God can handle anything. Come on, somebody. God can handle anything. God can handle anything. Whatever your worries are about, God can handle it. I'll go as far as this. Our lack of faith steals a peace of mind. Our lack of faith steals a, steals a peace of mind. When you begin to lack your trust in God and your unquestioned faith in God, it robs you of being having peace. That's why people are always worrying about paying the rent, paying their cars, paying all these, these, and a lot of other things. Because why? Because there's no peace. Come on, so your faith is like man. So you gotta learn. You gotta learn to say, God, you're a God that's able. You're a God that's mighty. God, I'm trusting you. I'm, I'm paying my tithes. I'm giving him an offering. I have faith. I'm working. I'm doing everything I'm doing. I'm not just, I'm not, come on, somebody. I, I, you, can't, you can't do this where you say, God, I'm going to trust you to pay my bills and don't get a job. <laughs> well, I'm trusting the Lord. Well, you know, the Bible says faith without works is what? Yeah. 
So God said, okay, you have faith, you got works, I'm going to take care of you. Come on, somebody, amen. So we got, to, we got to get that in us today, get that in us as we can. Now listen carefully, now I'm going to be closing with this. God calls us to call upon him. God calls us to call upon him. God will call on you. Hey, Roberto, do you really trust me? Sister Sam, do you really trust me? Brother Annie, do you really trust me? He'll call upon you. Now, now, when he calls upon you, you have to learn. God gave us his phone number. <laughs> Jeremiah 333. 333. That's God's number. 333. You didn't know that? Look at Jeremiah 333. There you go. Call to me. And I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things, come on somebody, which you do not know. You missed it, man. You, 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 you. God's gave you his phone number, guys. He gave you his number to call upon him. He said these words again. He says, call to me and I will answer you, man. That's, that's powerful there. This is a call to man to position themselves, to trust him. Do you know where Jeremiah was when God told him this? He was in prison. He, he, he was in prison. You, you read, if you read it, it will tell you, let's read, let's read verse one. Therefore, moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the courts of the prison. So he was in a difficult time, in a difficult place, a difficult message. So you see what I'm saying? And God told him, okay, I can do anything. I could do anything that I can't do. But you have to have, you have to trust me. It might not look like it's going to work out. It might not even feel like it. But do you trust me that I'm a God? Come on. That can do anything. Maybe you're here today. You're saying you're, maybe you're in a place that doesn't seem feel good or, or seem right. You don't understand what's going on. You might be in a tough place in your life. God's saying, look at it. Do you trust me? Because I could do anything for you. I could do miracles. Come on, somebody. I could, I could do miracles. I could do great things. But you have to call upon me. My wife, I love my wife, man, with all my heart. I love my wife. I'm not going to call upon her. I'm going to call upon God. I, I, I love my wife. I love my wife. But when I'm hungry, I'm going to call upon her. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm hungry. Can you please have dinner ready when I get home? If I don't call for certain things, I ain't going to get it. But if I call her and say, hey, babe, I love you. Feed me. And God is saying, you guys know where I'm at. You guys know my number. But you haven't been calling upon me. You worry. Come on, somebody. We worry. We stress out. We get mad. We get frustrated. We blame people. We blame ourselves. We... We, we beat ourselves down, but we forget that we should call upon him. We should call upon him. We, we forget that regardless of who we are, regardless of being a, a person of authority, person of power, person of, of prestige, he says, learn to submit and call upon me. Call upon me.
He's saying, I, I got your back. I love you. I, I want to bring you peace. I, I want to I I I be able to take care of you. Able to pull you through whatever you're going through mentally, spiritually, physically. You don't have to go through all those changes mentally in your mind. You don't have to feel like you're alone. You're the only person. Say, you're not the only one who's felt like that. That you're alone. You're the only ones or no one understands. No one cares. God cares. And he loves you. And he loves us. He loves the church. He loves the sinners. He loves the backsliders. He loves us. He don't love our sin, but he loves us. You know what my daughter told me today before I came? smart now. She said, Dad, Jesus, I don't know how you don't go insane. And I said, what do you mean? Dealing with everybody's problems. I would go insane, Dad. She's up, but he doesn't. Man, that's cool. And I looked at it, come on, somebody. And and that, that just that's why this message inspired me when I when she said that it inspired me. Because yes, Jesus, God, He's in control of everything. And He's not gonna space out. Come on, somebody, He's not like us. He has everything in control. He keeps good books. He knows what we've done. And that's not a good thing. But know this today. Let's all stand today, church. Remember the God that we serve can do anything. You have to understand that. You got to comprehend that. You have to learn to have confidence in it. Learn to answer that question when he questions you and learn to say okay I'm going to call upon you God every head bowed every eye closed you're here this morning saying pastor I've been faced with some difficult things I've been faced with some difficult times but today I'm going to call upon the Lord I'm going to call upon the Lord I'm letting everything go I'm letting everything down at the altar I'm letting go of every situation I need a miracle. I need a breakthrough. I need peace of mind. I need strength. But I'm tired. And I need to let go. I need to let everything go. And I need to just trust him. And I'm going to have confidence. And my faith is going to grow. And I'm leaving this place knowing that my God can do anything. I'm leaving this place with his number on speed dial. Knowing that I can call upon him and he will answer me. He will answer me. So I want to challenge the church today. Are you ready to call upon the Lord? Because he's ready here today to answer your call. He's ready to answer your call. If that's you today, I want you to come. I want you to come right now. Come. Come. The altars are open. Come. 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 Say, God, I need you, God. I need your touch. I need your strength. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
me, you're going through something that don't make sense, you say, God, I need your strength. God, I need you in my marriage. I need you in my finances. I need you in my children. I, I, need, I, need, I need a peace of mind. I'm tired of struggling within my mind. I'm tired of struggling within my heart. I need you. I'm going to call upon you. And I know that your word says that you are going to answer me. I know that you care. I know that you care about me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.